Welcome. This is Shanahan on Literacy, the site where we believe that there is nothing more noble than to teach somebody to read. I'm Tim Shanahan, your host, and welcome to you. Uh, today we're going to get into how to teach summarizing. Now, this is a blast from the past. Uh, this blog uh, first posted in July 13th of 2019, and it reposted on September 23rd, uh, 2023. Now, it's how to teach summarizing part one. There, there is a part two to this. I don't have a podcast for that, but if you go to Shanahan on literacy and you want to look that up, uh, I believe that was probably published on July 20th, 2019. And if you just look up how to teach summarizing, uh, both of these entries will show up. But these blasts, uh, from the past, I usually will put a little bit of a, a new piece on the front of it and then update the, the entry. So, uh, the, the intro piece is these days, there is so much arguing about whether to teach comprehension strategies or not that how to teach them seems to be getting lost. Uh, indeed, there's a lot of research saying that teaching strategies is valuable. I know that upsets some folks who want kids to uh, have a lot of knowledge, and I certainly want kids to have a lot of knowledge, but it does bother them. And uh, the fact is, one of the biggest payoffs comes from getting kids to summarize what they read and to, you know, essentially to think about what the, the author is really telling them. This, this kind of strategy gives students something to do with their minds. It gets them to pay attention to the content of the text rather than just reading. Uh, this blog seems to provide a worthwhile reminder to teachers of how to teach kids to think about text in ways that will help them to slow down, think about what the text says, and remember the information. The, the focus on this one is less on the why and much more on the how. Uh, and the reason I wrote it? Well, a teacher wrote to me and asked, what is the most effective way to teach summarizing to our most struggling readers? How can we teach them how to summarize both literary and informational texts? Good question. And my response is this. It's a good choice. Of all the literacy activities that you could have focused on, summarizing is the most powerful for elementary students. That's of all the comprehension strategies that we have. The National Reading Panel, which I served on, reviewed more than 200 studies on comprehension strategies, and that analysis attributed the largest learning effects to summarizing. More recent reviews focused on kids with learning disabilities, and they've been similarly positive, and studies of the payoffs from writing about text have, too. Summarization instruction is beneficial to a wide range of our younger students. The payoffs for high school kids and middle school kids are, are, are there, but they're not quite as big. Um, much, much greater payoff with, with younger kids. Shouldn't be surprising. Studies consistently show that retelling performance correlates with the results of standardized reading comprehension tests. That is, the ability to retell or summarize a text correlates highly with kids' ability to read text and answer questions about it. And all states require in their educational standards that kids learn to summarize what they read. 
For example, the Common Core state standards, uh, which more states adhere to than not, uh, require that first graders learn to retell stories, including key details, and demonstrate understanding of their, their central message or lesson. And that's with literary text. And for third graders, they say the kids have to determine the main idea of a text, recount the key details, and explain how they support the main idea when they're reading informational text. There are similar summarizing requirements at other grade levels and in other states. Summarizing is likely so powerful because it requires readers to consider each of the author's propositions and to evaluate what those contribute to the overall meaning of a text. Readers have to weigh each thought and determine how important it is, including attending to how the information is organized. Summarizing captures both language skills and content knowledge, which is a, a powerful combination. Now, various schemes for dealing with summarization have been proposed, and they all improve reading comprehension, according to the studies. Probably the most comprehensive of these approaches and the most studied is the plan put forth by the late Anne Brown and her colleagues. Uh, Brown and company reasoned that summarization required six steps. Number one, you delete or set aside the trivial information. You have to learn to set that aside and ignore it. Two, delete redundant information. Any author uh, is going to tell you some things more than once. You got to recognize that and get rid of the, the extras. Three, substitute superordinate terms for lists. Uh, four, substitute superordinate terms for series of events. And so instead of, you know, just taking all these items and, and listing each one or telling all the events again, you have to be able to sum those up and, and, you know, gee, what is this group of elements? Uh, you know, what is this uh, series of events? Uh, five, select, identify a topic sentence. Uh, and if there isn't one, invent a topic sentence. In other words, delete what isn't necessary, collect into groups ideas that fit together, and then find or compose a sentence that describes the important ideas that are left. Most authorities recommend starting with paragraphs or other short informational texts and then increasing the length and complexity of the text to be summarized as students develop facility. And today, the focus is going to be on how do you summarize a paragraph? How do you teach kids to do that? And again, if you're interested in how do you summarize larger texts than that, uh, you're going to want to go to the website and, and read part two of this uh, entry. Deleting tends to be easier than identifying or writing topic sentences or identifying main ideas. Identifying unimportant information, the examples, the repetitions, requires some practice, but not as much as those more demanding tasks usually do. Now, based on what has worked in the studies, I'd suggest a gradual release of responsibility approach to teaching summarization. Federal government, has, through their What Works Clearinghouses, has uh, told me that, in fact, gradual release of responsibility, not just what we teach with that, but that approach to teaching these things actually has a high level of evidence. And what that means is that teachers should start out with a demonstration or perhaps several demonstrations of how and why we summarize. The teachers might say something to the students such as, now, boys and girls, it's valuable to be able to summarize the information that you read about. 
If you can summarize the text accurately, you'll be more likely to remember the information, and summarizing is an important building block in some school tasks that you'll learn when you get older, like how to write a term paper. Over the next several weeks, I'll be teaching you how to summarize, and you'll be practicing this ability every day with various texts. Summarizing is the ability to retell the most important information from a text in a shorter form and in your own words. For instance, take this paragraph, and I've got a short paragraph here. You can see some small things with your eyes. With a microscope, however, you can see much smaller details. Think of a butterfly's wing. You can see it with your eyes, but a microscope can show you small parts of the wing called scales. Now, this is a second grade uh, paragraph that I've taken out of a, a second grade science book. And so the teacher, you know, having shared that paragraph, then says, let me show you how I would summarize this. First, I'd try to identify the big idea that all the sentences are about. I think the first two sentences captured that big idea because all the sentences are about what you can see with your eyes and what you can see with a microscope. I'd then underline those sentences, but I'd have the kids check my claim, reading each sentence to see if it really is about that big idea. And so I'd underline in this case, you can see some small things with your eyes. With a microscope, however, you can see much smaller details. And then I'd say to the kids, think of a butterfly's wing. You can see it with your eyes, but a microscope can show you small parts of the wing called scales. I, in other words, I'm reading the rest of the what was remaining in the paragraph. And then I'd say to them, it also helps if we can get rid of the information that's not very important to remember. In this paragraph, these sentences about a butterfly's wing don't seem very important. They're just examples of what the microscope allows us to see. Do you think a microscope could let us see other small things, not just butterfly wings? So that's just an example to help me understand what microscopes will allow us to do. But it isn't really the point. Let's cross out that unimportant example. And so I would, you know, now I've got the first two sentences underlined and I'll take that, those next two sentences, think of a butterfly's wing. You can see it with your eyes, but a microscope can show you small parts of the wing called scales. I'd cross that out right in front of the boys and girls. Finally, I would say a good summary of a paragraph should be no more than one sentence long and it should be in the reader's own words. So I have to turn those first two sentences that I'd underlined into a single sentence of my own. And at this point, I think the teacher should reread those two sentences and then put them away. So if you, if you put this on the chalkboard, then you gotta pull down the map to cover it. If this is on the whiteboard, you gotta have some way of covering it. If you're, if you're doing this electronically, then you know, you, it, it may be a little easier, but you gotta take it out of the kid's sight. And the reason for that is because I don't want the kids just to read that again. I want them to actually, they have to put it in their own words. Kids have been found to have trouble translating text into their words if they can still see the author's words. So it's a good idea to cover it or remove it during writing. And now I'm going to write, microscopes let you see things so small that you can't see with, with just your eyes. At this stage, the teacher can compare the original text. So I'd, I'd bring the original back. Uh, let's compare this, this new text with the summary, the, the, this new text that I wrote, the summary with the original text and evaluate the effort. 
This is a good summary because it focuses only on the big idea in the text. It omits the trivial example that was used to illustrate the big idea. It's markedly shorter than the original, and it's in my own words. It's a winner. Once kids have the idea, and you might have to do this more than once to get that idea across to them, the teacher can then guide the student's efforts. And I suggest you do this together. This isn't one of those times that you give one example and then give everybody a piece of paper and say, oh, here's here's a paragraph, go summarize it. Uh, kids aren't ready for that. You've got to give them a chance to learn this. And so let's do this as a whole class exercise, saving some of the, that small group or individual work for later. Again, the teacher would provide an explanation of the purpose of the overall process and each of the steps that she's going to take. The teacher is going to guide the kids to try to identify the main idea, to summarize the lists and sequences, and to delete the trivia, those repetitions and examples and so on, always ending up with a single sentence summary of the paragraph in the kid's own words. As the students do this with teacher guidance, remember... Uh, and that guidance might be, boys and girls, what was the first thing I did before? That kind of thing. Uh, as the students make progress, the teacher should back off and do less and less of this. So instead of saying, the next thing that we do is cross out the unimportant information, the teacher may say, so what do we do next now that we've underlined the, the important information? When kids get the hang of this, when they start taking it over, then having them trying to do the same thing in pairs or small groups with you circulating among the partners to ensure success and to identify who's ready to fly on their own wings. As students learn to summarize paragraphs successfully, you can raise the stakes and teach them how to apply this skill to more uh, extensive texts. Some studies suggest teaching kids to ask themselves questions, to guide themselves through the process. Thus, kids learn to ask themselves, what's the main idea here? What's unimportant can be deleted? How could I restate the main idea in my own words? It's not a bad idea. A final thought. I'd suggest using your current science and social studies texts, weekly readers, and the informational texts from your core reading program as sources of the paragraphs that you use for these exercises. In other words, use real paragraphs that students have already read or will soon read in your program. That'll both show them the value of this ability and will allow them previews, reviews of the content that you're trying to teach. Of course, summarizing paragraphs from informational texts is only one part of what you asked about. Next week, I'll describe what instruction has to say about making that transition to summarizing longer informational texts successfully, as well as how to teach summarization of literary texts. And if you're interested in in that follow-up, uh, right now there isn't a podcast to that, but I would suggest you go to Shanahan on Literacy and look it up. Uh, Today's uh, podcast has uh, oh, a good dozen uh, references that you might find contains additional information that you'd like to dig into, and you can you can look that up on my site. Thank you for being with us today. Uh, thanks to Greg Johnson for his sound engineering, and uh, I look forward to seeing you folks up the road a bit. <laughs>